Are you ready to take control of your life? Overcome the obstacles that have been holding you back. I'm Dr. D, and welcome to Quitting is Not an Option, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. I know what it feels like to be held back by past failures and setbacks as I myself lost a multi-million dollar business, home, investments, and marriage due to the bad acts of a CFO. But I rose from the ashes and recreated a new life, and now I am an accomplished author, gifted speaker, consultant, and life coach. And each episode will cover tips and strategies to overcome adversity, overcome fear and feelings of failure. We also have experts and special guests who share their inspiring experiences to support you every step of the way. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you towards success. Let's get started. How about your approach in defining the target audience for a new brand? And why is this important? Well, you know, my approach, Dr. D, is uh, sometimes it can be a little experimental uh, because oftentimes when I'm engaging with a, with a client and I ask them that question, do you know who your audience is? They'll, they'll, they'll give me a, a, what they believe is a definitive answer. And so I, in my mind, I always know, okay, this is what they think. This is what they believe, but we need to, we need to test this theory. And so what, what I would say is adopt that mindset, adopt the mindset, especially when you're just starting out that you you may think, you know, who your customer is, but be open to the, to the reality that maybe you don't, and maybe your customer is out there and might surprise you. And are you willing to adapt? Are you willing to adapt to that reality? The market, if, if you put out, if you put out your identity in a way that is effective, people will respond and you might be surprised with who those people are. But when they do respond, they're telling you, Hey, we are your customer and you can make a choice. You can say, no, 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 no. You're not really who I want to serve. I'm looking for this other group of people and you can miss out on that boat altogether. Or you can recognize that and you can say, you know what? I didn't think it was going to be this demographic, but it is. And I'm going to lean into that. And by leaning into it, you now open up a wealth of possibilities and growth for your business that you didn't expect in the first place. Does that make sense? It does. It really does. Because it's it mindset. That's a big, big, in any business, mindset. Because as things change and evolve, you have to change your mindset to remain ahead of the curve. And so this is great information. Again, we're excited to have you. Please, in your opinion, what are some effective branding tactics that can help differentiate a brand from Joe Blow down the street or your competitor, as we like to call them? Oh boy, that is a that is a great a great question. I'm going to say that the tactics are going to be on the strategic side. Um it, it, on how you 
go about defining your strategy. Uh, so oftentimes when we think about, when we think about tactics, we're thinking about, ooh, what are some creative marketing, uh, ploys that we can, that we can embark on that, uh, will grab the attention of our audience. And, and that is a form of strategy, but that is not, when we talk about what's effective, we've got to, we've got to start a few steps before that. We've got to start with our core strategy for how we approach branding and marketing. And so the first thing that I would recommend is is obviously that we develop a plan. A plan. It might be the plan might be wrong, but it but at least it's a plan. We get that plan on paper. Oftentimes if you've put together a business plan, there is a portion in that business plan where you are where you need to define what your plan of execution is. And so sometimes if you've taken the time to do that, you've already got that part done. But a lot of times you'd be surprised there's organizations that have not taken that step. And so I'd say, please start there. Um, and then after that, uh, I like to come up with what I call a market projection or a revenue plan. And what this is, is this is where we, uh, we identify which which vehicles, which uh, marketing vehicles we want to uh, we want to take advantage of in our strategy? Are we going to be on social media? Are we going to be producing videos? Are we going to be holding programs and events? Are we going to be doing any PR? Are we going to be publishing anything? So identifying, yeah, we're going to do all those things. Or no, we're really just going to focus on one or two of those particular vehicles, and then identifying how large our audience is or how large we think our audience might be. So do you have an audience of uh, a few hundred thousand people, you know, maybe based off your area, maybe based off where you're located, or do you have an audience of over a million people? Figure that out and be honest with yourself. Um, you know, uh, get that number down, then determine, okay, how long do I want to plan my strategy for? Are we talking three or four months or maybe 12 months or maybe two years? What is the length of my strategy? Think about that and get, get a number down. Be, be, be decisive with the, the, the length of the strategy, the term of the strategy that you're about to employ. And then think about the approach. Are we going to be passive? Are we going to be aggressive? Or are we going to be somewhere in the middle? Now, when I say passive, this is an interesting term when describing a, a marketing approach or a branding approach, because when, when you say passive, you think, okay, well, that means that, you know, we're not doing much. What passive means in this context is it means that the, that you aren't doing, you've set up the systems to attract your customer, but beyond that, you're not effectively being proactive. You're allowing the customer to come to you. And so when you think about things like referral-based marketing, this tends to be quite passive uh, because uh, that marketing is coming, that, that, uh, those customers are coming through uh, referrals of other, from other customers, but they're not necessarily responding to ads or they, they might necess not necessarily have seen you on social media, but they did hear about you from another customer. And so they're taking the initiative to contact you that would put you in the passive role and the customer in the proactive role. So that's when I, that's what I mean when I say passive. Now, when I say aggressive, I'm talking about the polar opposite. This is where uh, you are investing in ads. 
You're investing in a social media strategy. You're investing in PR. How can I make sure that I get out there in front of my community with my identity? That is aggressive. Aggressive is also providing uh, compelling discounts and promotions and coupons that remove friction. Sometimes friction is just in in the price and whether your product is even attainable. And and sometimes if 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 you think that it might not be or generally you know uh, might be a little um, uh, outside of the price range of those who you're targeting, then you're you're going to be aggressive with figuring out how can I bring down this price even if it's temporarily. That is an aggressive strategy. Now a moderate strategy is somewhere in the middle. A moderate strategy means in some cases that there you might be running a few ads, and when people see your ads. Uh, what you're really selling is like a free phone call or a free consultation. So they see your ad, they respond, but you still got to take a phone call to to uh, to sort of close that deal. We call that moderate. Uh, it's it's a little bit passive, but it, it it's going to take some some uh, some some a degree of proactiveness on your part. So determining your approach. Now, w- once you've done that and you've identified, okay, what is the cost? of the service that I'm that I'm offering or the product that I'm selling you now have all the information you need to determine your market projection now <laughs> we have a special calculator over at the brand desk uh, website that where you can put all this information in and this calculator will actually spit out a uh, a relatively uh, consistent and accurate projection of just how many customers you can expect to earn out of the amount that you think that you're going to target. And this is powerful because it'll give you a sense of uh, of what your revenue will look like and what you might need to do in order to make that happen. So all of that to me is quality planning. When we plan correctly, we plan to, to win we plan to succeed. Um, and so I think that's where so many of us drop the ball. We don't, we don't, we just don't spend the time planning. So to answer your question, Dr. Deed, I know this was a long-winded answer, but plan, 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 put together a market projection, put together a revenue strategy, look at those numbers, and then really determine, okay, am I gonna lean to into social media? Am I gonna lean into video? Let let the market projection guide you on where you're going to to find that success. Does that make sense? It does make sense and I would I'd be remiss by saying or asking, you know, the calculator is that a measurement and tracking method that you use to evaluate the success of of a branding campaign and if so are there others? You know, uh uh, yes, it is. It is how uh, it is how I measure the success of a campaign, um, because uh, w- you know certainly we can all have different metrics by which we determine success. You know, success for some organizations could just be engagement, whereas for other organizations, success could mean a, a particular sales quota or a sales number that's been met. Um, so by putting to, by using this calculator to determine our projection, that gives us a pretty realistic idea of, okay, what can we expect 
from these particular vehicles. If someone wants to invest all their their energy and resources into social media marketing, it's really important to have an idea of in advance what the projection would be from that. And if we are not hitting that projection, then we need to course correct and we need to figure something else out. But this gives us a way to know whether or not this is going to be a wise investment from the get-go. So I do think that that's important and it is how I uh, measure success uh, when I'm working with customers and when I'm working with clients on their marketing and branding. Um, but in addition to that, you asked if there are other calculators. And, you know, I got to say, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, we, we couldn't find any that, uh, we, that, that worked for, for what our customers were looking for. So, so we had to build one. I remember, um, meeting with a few customers who were in the, process of getting uh, their businesses valuated and um, <laughs> different valuation companies were, were coming up with totally different numbers to, to, to find the value of a particular company. And I just thought that was really interesting that seems like different, different firms have totally different metrics by which they use to, to evaluate a business. And I thought, okay, well, hmm, we need to figure out some kind of uh, standardized way to to do this so that our customers can have a a pretty reliable way of, of of figuring out what a projection from the market would be for what it is they have to offer. So we we built one. <laughs> That's how we did it. That's powerful again, and yet it is also um, it also describes who you are and what your business represents. So if you don't have it, you get it. You find out what it takes to make it a reality. Pierre, please, please tell us about successful rebranding efforts. And I know at some point you sign, you start your brand, you build your brand. And as time evolves, then you want to rebrand. Talk to us about that. You know, that that right there is a very well thought out question. I, I want to thank you for that question, Dr. D. I, I can I can tell that that question is coming from a wealth of experience. And and I know you work with so many people and I know that there are so many people who find themselves in a situation where as time evolves, it becomes necessary to to pivot sometimes or to adjust their business in order to to stay relevant. And I want to thank you for that question because that is a powerful question. Um, I think that the, 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 the way to decide whether it's time to, to rebrand is to take a look at what your community is saying and what your community is doing. Um, if your community seems to be moving in a different direction, and you want to move with them, you need to re- you need to rebrand because what you're telling them or what they're telling you is that it's time for a different story. It's time for a different a different paradigm. And sometimes we don't want to adjust to that paradigm. An example would be, and this is a great example, is Blockbuster versus Netflix. For a while, renting video was the story. And Blockbuster was the king of that story. But our community 
started to change, started to shift. We got empowered with the internet and we were able to, uh, we were, people wanted to figure out, you know what, how can I just get my rentals delivered straight to my house? And Netflix saw an opportunity and they created their own video rental service that allowed people to order by mail their uh, movies they wanted to rent and eliminate the whole uh, late fee issue, which is something that Blockbuster sort of implemented as a way to ensure a high customer experience. You know, you don't want people holding on to videos forever. And then, you know, you have other customers coming into your store and can't find what they, the video they want to rent because somebody else still has it. So late fees made sense, but the community wanted to move away from that. The community wanted more of an on-demand experience. I don't really care if your other customers haven't returned the movie I want. I want the movie I want. And if you don't have it, I'm going to go someplace else, period. And Blockbuster was not equipped to, to recognize that and to effectively find a way to pivot to meet that demand. So Netflix did, and the community responded. The community said, the community said, Oh, here's a brand that has a story that I like. And that story is that when I want to rent a movie, they'll send it directly to my house. No questions asked. I don't need to worry about whether it's in stock. I don't need to worry about late fees. All I got to do is pay my $7 a month and I'll get the movies I want when I want them. And, and eventually Netflix made that, made that promise even more direct by eliminating the, the, well, not eliminating, but introducing web streaming and reducing uh, DVDs in the mail. And now people could just stream the movies they want immediately, instantly. They didn't need to leave their house. They didn't need to order anything over the mail. (laughs) They could just turn on their television and select the movie they want and watch it. And that was a paradigm shift. That was what the customer wanted. The customer wanted that on-demand experience. Blockbuster did not recognize that they did not adjust and they didn't attempt to to tell a different story. Netflix did and that's why, you know, the Netflix is where they are today and Blockbuster has only one store left somewhere in the the middle of the United States. Pierre Walters, thank you for joining us today and preparing our PFAM for successful brand building. Now Pierre Please tell the PFAM how they can find you. Thank you so much, Dr. D, for the opportunity to be on the show and to share with you and your audience a little bit about what I know and what I've learned about branding. Um, You can get in contact with me by visiting me directly at pierrewalters.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-W-A-L-T-E-R-S.com. My contact information is right there on my website, Again, that's pierrewalters.com. And if you'd like to learn more about my business and our platform, Brand Desk, please feel free to visit us at mybranddesk.com. That's M-Y-B-R-A-N-D-D-E-S-K.com. Thank you again, Dr. D, for this opportunity. And again, it was a real pleasure. Okay, P-Fam, you have all of his information. Thank you again, Pierre. We appreciate you being on board today. P-Fam, 
thank you and allow me to share my special holiday offerings. Your first offer is my online course, Reinvent Your Past and Revolutionize Your Future. The Reinvent Your Past and Revolutionize Your Future online course positions you for reinvention, transformation, and moving beyond trials, tribulations, and adversities. My course positions you to achieve your goals, your dreams, and desires, and prepares you for the new year with a well-thought-out plan for growth and development. Your purchase of the course gives you a special package. In addition to the course, you will get a vision board coaching session. Remember, where there is no vision, the people perish. Two very important books will accompany that package as well. These books will guide you on your journey. The first book is my latest book, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. This book is based on self-love first. The other book is Emotional Emancipation. Step into your freedom, reinvent your challenges, and move beyond. You can purchase this course online at drdcarroll.com. That's D-R-D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. Your second offer is a wholesale travel membership. 25% off. Yes, you heard it. 25% off. This membership provides wholesale pricing for an entire year on airfare, hotels, condos, cruises, rental cars, show tickets, curated trips around the world, and more. This is a great gift not only for you, but for a friend or family member as well. It is the gift that keeps on giving. So for the low membership rate of $2.98, you can take as many trips as you desire for a full year at wholesale rates. And by the way, there's no monthly fee. Simply send an email to drdcarroll at gmail.com. My team will assist you in getting your wholesale membership set for the year where you will be provided with nine booking engines to reserve your travel. Again, thank you for joining me today. Take care, be safe, and holiday greetings. Thank you for listening. I hope you found today's episode valuable and inspiring. Remember, you have the power to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. If you want to continue on your journey towards emotional freedom and achieving your full potential, be sure to visit drdcarroll.com. That's D-R-D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com for more resources and information. Again, Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that quitting is not an option.